going through the car wash this week. Is the PSL ready for VAR? We debate. First things first, PSL put money into training these referees. Pay them. No, pay them properly. We break down Mpo Makola's PSL ban. We have comparisons to Frank Ribery in Yeah, in and the Ronaldo saga as well. Yeah, same. Yeah. They did the same thing. Luis Suarez, the f- man-eater, the cannibal, <laughs> the guy who eats people, got four months. Would you rather buy a painting or a football club? Paul Gordon, $210 million. You could buy all of Aston Villa for that. Well, pause right there. <laughs> because all of Aston That's Villa shocking, yeah. is worth more than every PSL player, every NFD player combined. Come on the Villa. I don't like that. I don't <laughs> yeah, like that at all, man. <laughs> Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo? Who would Teko take? We're very fortunate. There's two great, great, phenomenal footballers that are alive today. Me and you, you mean? <laughs> the Messi, Thank you, Messi, Messi and, and Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. This is the car wash on Soccer La Duma Radio. This is a on a Take two. Welcome to the car wash. <laughs> I'm your host, Slu Paho, uh, joined by my one and only co host, Simon Strella. Simon. Hey. Simon, how you doing, bro? <laughs> that was unexpected. <laughs> no, but for real, I'm joined by my two co hosts. Sean Roberts, how are you doing today, my Salute guy? Salut, dog. Always good, brother. Glad to be here. Excited for this. Lots to talk about. Definitely. And of course, Teko Mudise, how are you doing, my man? I'm good in you, bro. I'm all good, all good. Oh, sorry so, to interrupt so. you there, Teko, with your coffee. No, it's okay. Are you sure, buddy? No, I'm good. Free sugars, eh? <laughs> we need a new meme. Just Black there. people and sugar are best friends. <laughs> <laughs> we all know Teko's order now, by the way. Absolutely. Black coffee, three sugars, no matter where we go. Yep. <laughs> if we're in Joburg. Not, not when we're in La Parada, though. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> yes, in La When we're losing cell phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who, who, what, what? <laughs> all right, so we had Bafana Bafana. Ups and downs. First the down, then the up. And the up wasn't so much of an up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, <clears throat> the up is obviously the victory. 1-0 mm-hmm. victory, which should have been 10-11. I yeah. mean, we can all agree on that, I'm sure. Um, the loss is a loss, you know, 2-0 away from home. Um, could have come away with the points, I thought, Teko. But yeah. um, I think the home game uh, against Sudan... Sudan, <laughs> guys, Sudan, Sudan, you couldn't even compete, in my opinion, in the NFD here. And we beat them 1-0 at home. It's uh, worrying, but satisfying yeah. in, a, in a way. What's your opinion, Tex? Um, I think with um, the game against Ghana, it's always going to be difficult, whether you're playing them home or away. Mm. You know, especially with the quality that they have and the pressure that comes with playing for Ghana. You know, they, they felt probably maybe they could have done better in AFCON, so they want to rectify that. Mm. So playing playing them and you know that uh, they love playing South Africa and uh, it's always going to be difficult but I felt that you know we could have done maybe a little bit better especially with the goals that we conceded you know we could have defended better or we could have come up with a draw like you said yeah I think I mean uh, conceding a goal from 20 yards out yeah. um, you know Hobler missing that one from 8 yards out it could have been a very different game yeah um, we just needed a goal actually one yeah. goal then it could have turned things around for us but but but, but of course uh, guys played better you know I think we had a little bit more structure maybe mm. because the challenges maybe playing just because we're playing Ghana you know you need to emphasize on your structure and the way you play I think with, with with Sudan it was it was given that we're going to win and I was hoping that we will actually like be a convincing win. Yeah, should have you been. Know? A. Yeah, yeah, because we knew that Sudan are going to be going to be physical and uh, with the type of player, the Nipi players that we have, you know, we could have, you know, we could have killed the game earlier. Yeah, but let's go back to the structure. You, you spoke about structure. I mean, we spoke briefly just before the podcast that I was dumbfounded to see Bafana play with two holding midfielders in Makocho and and Furman. You would think against Sudan, Sudan. Yes. Sudan, remember? War-torn. Yes, that Sudan. we would be a little bit more adventurous going forward. I mean, mm. what are your thoughts, Tex? I think also uh, my thoughts is I think the inconsistency in, in the way we play also plays a big part because when you when you look at um, the two holding midfielders and uh, you also look at the selection that comes with it, you find sometimes we're selecting six players that are playing the same position. You find Bongali Zungu there, and and, and uh, sometimes you would have found Kampogakana, Mabunda there. There's always too many players that plays in the central midfield, but we don't have enough attacking midfielders like your eight. So now mm. you you find you find us playing differently just because we've got so many players that are playing in the same position instead of you maybe know? a makeshift eight. Exactly. Yeah. So now we we're playing against Sudan. Uh, we know the importance of winning the game. We know that we're playing home. 
And uh, what's the most important thing is we want fans to come to the games. And uh, we want to convince them to come to the games. And the only way to convince them to actually start supporting the team is convincing victories, mm. especially against your Sudan. 100%. You know, we need to be very, very adventurous. We need to we need to kill the games uh, quickly so that you can give other guys a chance also to play. Yeah. Mm. But then again, it's something that we never did. And of course, I'm not that I'm, I'm ungrateful with the results. Of course, it's Sudan. Mm. You know, it's like playing Switzerland, not taking yeah. nothing away from Swaziland, but I think we're better. Yeah. But we could have... We, we could have it's like playing chipper. <laughs> <laughs> you and chipper. Yeah. There was a great, there was a great uh, reaction uh, on the fan reaction show uh, that I forgot to line up, but um, the fan basically said yeah, the problem was the stadium because we were at Orlando Stadium and he was like, we know what's happening at Orlando Stadium. <laughs> Nobody wins it. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but it was fantastic. Like we also have uh, Mulefi's uh, comments uh, from after the match, right? Yes, yes, yeah. post-match. As for the two games, I think um, I, for one, I don't, I don't worry much about the traveling because there was nothing I could do about it. It was a decision that was made by, by Kef and I could not complain even to the players to say, why is this happening? But the players came back complaining about uh, them being exhausted, them being, being tired. But we had to sack them up and say, look, we, we, we are all in this thing. Let's, let's go and work hard. So against Ghana, we learned so much because of uh, the aggressive approach, high pressure very physical and they were pushing us with ease of the ball and um, I'm, 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 I will single out a player like Thomas Patti. If you look at the goal he scored, uh, it was out of uh, individual ability to see the situation and to take advantage. You have Jordan Ayew who gave us a lot of problems uh, in terms of dealing with him and I was I was talking to Lebo earlier on to say what we have learned from, from Jordan Ayew as a striker. If you stay in the central area all the time, it will be difficult for you to play. So you better, you better overload the side so that we can create space in the inner, inner lines. Coming to this one, I think uh, technically they are not such a good team, but I think structurally speaking, they are very organized. You can see they have, they have been together for some time because the same team, few of them are, 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 are coming from outside. This is the same team that uh, played in the Chan. Uh, this is the same team that has been together for some time. But in terms of individual ability, we are far better than them. As we are saying, um, <laughs> and uh, what I find interesting is what he said to uh, Lebo uh, Motiba, because he's saying he's saying it in reference to the Ghana match, you mm. know, what you can learn from Jordan Ayew. But I wonder if he said that to him after the Sudan match, uh, because of all those missed opportunities. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a lot of people on social media and our fans during the fan reaction show were singling out Motiba, um, saying, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't miss sitters like that. So I'm wondering, because it seems to me that South Africa has a lot of talented strikers, but we just can't seem to, to put it in the back it's of the net. It's been a net. problem, eh? Yeah. From, from the time that I can remember, just mm. the, the inability for Bafana Bafana to finish off games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. lethal three, four, five nil wins. It's never really been a part of our vocab when it comes to Bafana. No. We've had the quality up front. Mm -hmm. um, I believe we still do, but they just can't, you know, just get that finishing touch. They text. Yeah, I man. Like, like you said, I think it's it's been it's been a, a biggest problem in football. You know, in South African football, where we we produce so many midfielders, we produce so many wingers, but the striking department we always rely on foreigners, especially local football that we find most of the teams that were a foreigner that plays up front because they bring in that, you know, that different element that South African footballers don't have. I think also we 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 come into uh, the label story. I think it's it's very difficult to 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 try and teach labels new things and hoping that you will adjust in the next game models this age is especially it's going to take time mm. but also we need to also understand what are his requirements when he plays in his team and what are his requirements when he plays for the national team so now if 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 that label is a striker that we want to go for but he's not doing exactly what the coach wants why are we selecting him mm. you know Do you think it's an attitude problem no never no. i don't think label's got an attitude problem but it, i just i just feel like he's that type of a player it's like your female masinga that he wants the ball to be inside the box maybe fight for the for those type of balls but then in south africa we don't have good cruisers of the ball mm. especially in the national team we don't select out and out wingers you find sure. you find uh um Lebo manyama playing as an out winger what else in this case chiefs team is plays he plays in a diamond system yeah. where he becomes an eight or a ten mm. so now you find timbers one playing in the wing and and and, and in the national team, when he plays the Sundowns, he becomes 
a 10, mm. you know, whenever they're in position of the ball. So now you selecting players based on how they perform in their teams, but you come to the point, national yeah. team, you, the structure is very difficult. So now you can't actually find them playing the best that they can because they're playing in different positions, which is a challenge in its own. So you're asking them to do a different job than they do for their clubs. Exactly. Yeah. So it becomes different. So now it becomes, we, we end up not finding the right balance, whether yeah. we've been there for long. Because now if you check all the players that are there in the national team now, he hasn't changed much. There's only few players that are new in the national mm. setup. The rest of them have been there, even under Stuart Baxter. They've mm. been there. So mm. we can't say Sudan have been there uh, for long like we we haven't. Mm. Mukochos and all that, they've been there. Dean Femin sure. has been there. All of the guys yeah. that have been there. Nobody Tulani's was giving, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody was, nobody was having a first cap on, over the weekend. Sure. They've always been there. Yeah. So now, we need, as a national team, we need to have a, a structure that we know that this is how we play. And even it will make things easier even when you select players because you're selecting based on the structure of this. Because not you cannot all the time select all the good players mm. because now, are they going to fit in the system? Mm. Yes or no? You know, looking at the game, especially with your cash up, you're looking at for instance, for me, that's my opinion. For me, you play in Ghana, you know that they're very physical and all that stuff. You have to have those type of strikers that will give you problems. Sure. Like your Gabu's at the person that yeah. non-stop running. Mm. It gives them problems. And then you have your smart ten, your Pesitao, your Kemi yeah. Derasmus, who always you plays know, around him, yeah. Yeah, you play around him, take it to, um, get those second balls and, and start making us mm. play. But it's just that for me, it's it's always been that problem that you can't have a tall striker and then the next thing you don't have people that can actually put the ball inside the uh, the box. So mm. now he's becomes ineffective because now we don't actually find his strength. Now we want yeah. him to do certain stuff, certain stuff that he doesn't do. We want yeah. him to play over the shoulder. He, 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 he's not playing like that in France. Yeah. Mm. People that plays on, on the shoulders, that's your Kemet, that's your sure. Robla, that's your yeah. Pesitao. Mm. So put those players there if you want them that. So you don't, you, the coach t- shouldn't be scared to put other players on the bench just because of the game doesn't require them to yeah. play. So I think if we can find the right balance there, it, it, irrespective of who he plays, he needs to play them according to what he wants yeah. or the structure of the national team, how he wants them to play. If, if he can find the right balance on that and especially select players based on what he wants to achieve in the national team, things will be different. Of course, people forever moan about ah, but they didn't see like this one. Then you justify that, guys. I want the nation team to play yeah. this way. Yeah. yeah. And for me to actually get my results, I want to try my own way. If I fail, and then I fail, but I want them to play this way. And if this player plays this type of way in his team, I don't think he can adjust in three days of training to play the way that I want him to play. Yeah. In a nutshell, yeah. just a lack of structure, basically. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, what's it? I want to give you guys a headache. I mean, I was busy saying to Sean before the show, you weren't here yet. Um, watching Bafana. You mean Teko on- arrived late? What? What? I yeah. was late. I was delayed. <laughs> no, he was, he was just there, you know, just around the corner, five minutes away. Um, but. Uh, watching Bafana kind of reminded me of watching Arsenal. Yes, Arsenal reference. <laughs> wow. Top of the show. Take Get it out wow. the way. Because, and, and I'll tell you why. It's you, you become a fan that does this. Ah, you're so close. Yet so you're, far. If he just made that one pass or... If only, you yeah. Start, you, st- you start imagining things that just aren't happening on the on the pitch. <laughs> so... Look, look, for me, I'll, I'll, I'll say this because I've played a national team for so long. The pressure that comes with playing for Bafana is huge. Mm, mm. And especially that it's been a long time Bafana has achieved anything, you know, and the pressure that comes with that. And then you find the coaches that always comes through, they all do the same thing. They always select the same players, yeah. right? And then we still don't get the results. Mm. I feel like if 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 like your Gavin Hunt, for instance, get the job, not, there's nothing wrong with the coach now. I'm just saying Gavin Hunt, for instance, gets the job. Well, clearly, we're going to change how we play. Mm. But now you end up coming back to the same thing that I said last week. What do you want to play? Do you want to play South African football? What is South African football? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Like when we play Ghana, Ghana, they're very physical. We know. We know. That's how they are. They they rely on that physicality yeah. and they know how to play football. That's why most of them are playing abroad. Mm. With us, we've got so many players that are playing abroad, yes. But which positions are they playing? So we don't have an identity, basically. I think we've lacked that for, for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for a while now. I think if, if, if you look at the way Bafana was playing with their doctors and shoes and them, you, you, could, you could say... In your sleep, that who's in the first eleven? Yeah, because you knew then. Because everybody that was playing at the time, they they wanted so much to play for the national team. Because, but they knew that our doctors playing, their shoes is playing, their helmet Keller is playing. We knew, mm. right? Now, but things changed. Of course, we need to change with time. Yes, mm. but now when 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 now we have more quality players than before. Before you let sh- you have few. But everyone seems to have a cap these days. <laughs> yeah, but they're giving for free these things. Now, now, now we have we have more talented players, but we're still lacking that identity mm. on how 
who we are we? Play. Who yeah. are we actually? Yeah. So that's that's always been my problem, and and I don't think it's a problem that the coach can fix. I think it's 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 us as South Africans, especially the players we're playing. Yeah, I think we lost our identity along the way. Now we start copying everyone else. A little bit too predictable, I think. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so now it it comes to that, but but uh, but now I feel like if if we can play. Um, our best players in their best positions will get the best out of them. Mm. Hence, the selection is important. You know, you can't expect Timbazwani to do your up and down. Level level uh, Manyama to do your up and down. He's very dangerous when he's in transition. He gets the ball. He mm. can find the striker. That's what he's good at the case of Chiefs. Yeah. But now he comes there. He needs to play as a right wing away. He needs to wait for either Tapelo Morena or mm. Mkiza to come up to actually make the cross. Now, Tapelo Morena or Mkiza needs to run 200 meters to actually get the ball to make a cross. Mm. The chances are it might not even cross better because he's, got, he's been running for 200 meters. Mm. But now if it's a 10-meter sprint, you can do that. You can cross the ball properly because of now you're not that tired. You can see, you know, you're not doing anything in a rush. So I, I just feel like if we watch all this in top, top international countries, there's no much difference with us and them. They've got their own quality players. We don't compare their quality with us, yeah. but they've got their own quality players. They play them properly in the right positions. Yeah. We've got our own quality players. We, we play them out them of position. In. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, full stop. And it's always frustrating. You usually only do that when a player is injured and you don't have much. Yeah. But we have, we have, a, we have... A, a lot of players available yeah. for selection. And I think it's, it's it's a problem that not only coach will, will struggle from, even the coach before him, even the coach before that. It's, yeah. it's a national team thing. We always struggled with finding the right balance. Yeah. Even us when we played in, in, in the World Cup, we, we struggled with with, with, with with identity. We struggled with finding the right personnel for the right positions. Mm. You know, it's 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 one of those things. It's, I'm not I'm not I'm not bashing on the national team now. I've been there. I know that we always struggled when I'm selected playing in this position in my team. Coming to the national team, I had to play a different position because mm. the coach sees me playing there. But now I can't give my best because of sometimes it's two days for me to adjust to a new position that I've been playing yeah. 15 months mm. in my team. So it's it's one of those things. Sometimes if that's why I'm saying it's important for players now to understand to be able to play more than one position so that it becomes easier for them to adjust in the national team because not everybody can perform in the national team colors that's a fact we've seen we've seen players that are very good locally put them in the national team yeah. they can't perform that's a fact yeah. Yeah. but now if we want to have a proper uh, structured team that we know that we can rely on this certain certain players let's find a formation let's find a structure that fits them very well and uh, we, we we can get the best out of them. Other yes. than that, we'll, we'll always come back and say, but no, absolutely. But, but. I mean, that's yeah, something we can speak about for days, hey? I mean, it's just, <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah. let's let's move on to the most exciting part of the thing, I've, I, I believe, is this, what do we call it? This decision. Woo, PSL. I mean, I'm Mr. <laughs> Nicola. I mean, I am, I am heartbroken. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy it's... who's played over 250 professional games. Yeah. Who's never got a red card in his... Whole career, yep, and is handed a six-month ban. That's the rest of the season, basically. Yeah. yeah. Six. Yeah. What's your opinion, bro? It's it's heartbreaking, you know. When that's what it is. You you said it properly, yeah. actually. Um, the thing is with with is it's his first offense, right? Mm. And uh, during the game itself, he was never red carded, mm. and and I feel like if if they had to. Punishment, yes, he needed to be punished, but I feel like they could have also gotten maybe in the same room and gotten the opinion from the referee why they didn't punish him so that we can understand what the referee, because the referee also is a human being, so he made that decision based on how he felt on, or maybe he saw that Makola didn't mean to do that, mm. right? So he never got punished for that. But then it comes to, to DC and then where he gets six where months. Where he gets treated. But surely, if the referee is making a decision as well, even at the end of the match, he said it wasn't malicious. Yeah, still you write the report. He still backs his yellow card. Yeah. Okay, which is, again, uh, anyway. Yeah, bizarre. But if the referee can make a decision like that, can you imagine a referee making a decision the last game of a season which costs a team a relegation playoff or whatever? Costs mm. between 20 million, yeah. for example. And they're making these decisions, but now they can go back to watch it again on television to cover their ass. Yeah. And yeah. now it's costing this guy's career. And also yeah. six months is quite, I mean, the, uh, it came out today that um, TC sporting official uh, Vusin Timane hmm. is also banned for six months uh, for a similar incident. But I just don't understand one, one banning someone for months instead of matches played is strange to me. And also 
you know, the, we have comparisons to Frank Ribery and yeah, and, and the Ronaldo saga as well. Yeah, same. Yeah. They did the same thing. They were they were they were suspended for four games. Yeah, yeah I mean, Frank Ribery got a three match ban for for something identical. identical. Three matches. Yeah. yeah, Luis Suarez, the f- man eater, the cannibal, <laughs> the guy who eats people, got four months, and Colo Torre got six months for failing a drug test. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Suarez literally he he chowed a guy like he ate a guy. He's a, like he's a cannibal. He's a cannibal. But, but to he me, should be in prison. <laughs> yeah, but to me, it comes just... back to 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 the inconsistency of 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 this thing. Because now you saying to Makola, he's thirty three. He probably maybe has a one year contract within the team where they probably maybe reviewed end of the season. Now mm-hmm. his season is finished. What are you saying about his career? Being a player that never got recorded before mm. in all his games that he's played, he played for a big team for so many years, and then you come back to. To now, okay, guys, um, I'm 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 in a suit. I'm gonna just review this game and give 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 Makola six months, right? Then, if that's the case, then let's go back to the Pirates and Chiefs game mm. just over the weekend. Correct. Can we can we can we can we review uh, Katsande's tackle? Correct. Can we can we review other people? You know, watch his stamp on Billy. Yeah, yeah, we can review. Pushke got injured. He was out for so long. Tabo Nodada, break Tabo Nodada. Can we review those things? That yeah. if if there's there's this review Correct. committee if now. If you want to review. Review. Don't choose who you want to review. Yeah. Don't choose which one you want to review. Don't choose which one you don't want to review. Yeah, and also on that note, if they're giving him six months, there's been no announcements about the referee who made that decision. Because <laughs> yeah. really, if if he, if you get if you're gonna give him for six months, that means that the referee made such a bad decision in that match that he needs to be suspended for a year. Yeah, it's it, it has to be equal footing because yeah. so, he keeps him on the pitch. So here's here's another point. How in the same game all over the world, you watch Premier League games. You see how these players talk to the refs. Mm. I remember when I was playing for Sheffield Wednesday against Aston Villa, a reserve team game. You're going to have to beat me here. <laughs> there was a player that went up to a ref and said, ref, you're sh-. Okay? <laughs> the ref called him over and says, no, no, he didn't say that. He says, you ref, you can't, you sh-. So <laughs> he called the player over. He says, you know what? I may be a but I'm not a I'm not a ref. And gives him a yellow card. Can you imagine that happening in the PSL? Yeah. <laughs> But you you can't even. Uh, why is there such a discrepancy between the biggest league in the world, where we idolize players, and the PSL? But but I think also what what comes with that, uh, Sean, is in the PSL. Out of all the games that I've played, I've always had an issue with referees that they don't want to be talked to. Mm. Well, they must build a f- bridge, Deco. Seriously, because yeah, because now we play we 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 they they don't prepare for this game. They prepare probably maybe one one off, which is their off season and doing their test. Yeah. Then it's done. They're all waiting for the fixtures and allocations. You go there, you go there. We prepare every week, right? Mm. We get into a game. We know what this game means to us. Mm. To the to the referees, he needs to go there and do his job. That's it. For us, like okay, guys, we 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 in the semi final. If we win this. Uh, you know, it's good for the team. The money will help the team. This we know the importance of the game. Now we get into the game. We're not saying we're not saying you to the referee, mm. but we're saying to the referee, we need to have a conversation with you because even especially though, as a captain, eh? If it, it doesn't matter. This is a game of this. This is a game of of, of emotions, guys. Absolutely. I'm not gonna come to the referee and speak to the referee like I'm speaking to you now because yeah. my emotions are very high. But I need to be respectful in that manner. But then the problem is the referees now because they have a whistle. They don't want to speak to anybody. Sometimes I'm going to make you aware of certain things because in the game, I'm telling you, all the good referees that I've faced in my in, in my career, they're the guys that actually could have a conversation. 100%. Mm. They're so good because now you actually help them sometimes. Be like, hey, could, hey refer- you will come and tell me, hey, Digo, speak to to Roland not to get into tackles very late. Blah, 100%. Blah, blah, blah. That, I think Daniel ref- Bennett is one of the best. Remember Daniel? That, you're that the guy. best. Unbelievable. Oh. You you speak to you. I'll I'll actually go to my players. I'm like, chief, the referee is watching you. Don't do this. Don't do that. Mm. He wants the game to flow. 100%. He doesn't want to give red cards. It's too easy now. To now card. it's every referee. Um, um, they don't want to be speak, uh, spoken to. They 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 scared to make the right decisions. They scared to take uh, to take big decisions. Now they 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 want to stem the authority. They want to be men of the matches. And nobody. Comes there to 100%. watch the referees. We all that come in there to watch the game, <laughs> want to watch the players. But now, how how is the referee you want to be man of the match? I'm not saying they're not gonna make mistakes. Trust me, they'll make mistakes. Yeah, but come on, 100%. be a guy that we can speak to in in the game. Definitely. You know, during the game, we can speak to him like, no, 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 it's not him that fouled. It's 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 actually Simon that fouled. You need yeah. to get a yellow card. You need to be. Able we to need to, to have yeah, exactly. I remember in England there was one time I can't remember which team this was, but there were two players who looked they looked very similar, but played played in t- two completely different positions. And the one gets a red card for attack that the other guy made 
So if you can't talk to the referee, then he wouldn't know. He wouldn't have been able to exactly. reverse that. Exactly. Because then the player standing there going, "What? What the f did I, I do?" Know. Like, uh -huh. Yeah. So 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 are Cape Town City appealing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cape Town City yeah. is appealing. We have a clip here actually from. Do you have a clip? Yeah. 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 Clip it. It's mind blowing to us actually. <laughs> it's, it's something we are all trying to make sense out of the punishment doesn't fit the crime and it's not clear to us what the actual intention is behind it. Um, if, 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 the, if the league are going to review decisions like this, then they should do it consistently. You know? They should be reviewing situations that, that they feel are worth the punishment, but they should do it more often and more consistently. Yes, and uh, you know, John Committee said last week that club officials will meet in order to decide the way forward. Um, does this mean that uh, you're going to challenge the decision? Yeah, absolutely. There's no way that we can accept this decision. For sure, for sure, we will appeal the case. So what I find interesting there as well is he said he doesn't know what the motive behind this is, like why they're doing this. Do you think, like, from the PSL's perspective, that this is like making an example of Umpumakola so that nobody, like as a deterrent, like nobody, nobody in the PSL will even try to do something like that to a ref again? Well, I mean, it's... Whatever they're doing or whatever they've done is very bizarre. Even yeah. the way it was handled with mm. McCola in um, with with him not even having legal counsel going to the hearing yeah, yeah. because he knew he did wrong. He said, "Guys, I f***ed up. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me take the three four match ban." Yeah. Apparently, he was bullied in there. Yeah. He was treated like absolute. Yeah. And slap with a six month ban. Yeah. Mm. So whatever is going on is truly bizarre. I hope it does get fixed. I really do. I hope they come to their senses and say, okay, right, here's a four-match ban, slap on the wrist, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's just that I feel like if 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 it wasn't Mpo with the similar incident, we would be speaking a different story right now. I think Mpo is 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 the best player that we have in the team. And uh we we think that with, with Mpo's presence on the pitch, it will help us so much. Sure. Mm. You know, especially with the new coach that comes through. You know, with his with his football brains, Mpo will help us so yeah. much. He it's suits just, Cape Town City exactly. perfectly. It's so unfortunate that this thing happens to him. But of course, with the appeal, we're gonna appeal it until until, mm. because I think it's unfair the way actually the first thing the way it was handled, and I think for the fact that he wasn't punished by the referee, that's my for the fact that the yeah. referee didn't punish him, they didn't yeah. see that even after the game, it wasn't malicious. After, the it wasn't. Said. It yeah. wasn't. It was something that was spoken about. Of course, now if if you include that, there's there's coaches also that saying whole lot of stuff about the referee. Can they also give six months also? Yeah. Let's let's go to that. If, if if we review, let's review everything. Let's have a coach get six yeah. months as well. Yeah. You know, the frustrating thing becomes also this was last month. So it, if Cape Town City appeals and they will appeal, when is that gonna get resolved? You know, meanwhile, Mpomakola is just sitting training, you know, not able to play the game. So it's just frustrating. I, I just feel like we're becoming a country of like, you know. Like it's like it's like we watch Parliament too much and we watch these inquiries too much that we just want to have legal everything instead of just having a like a set team of guys to go straight after the match. This is a four match ban. Yeah. This is Look, a five match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want to go sad. through a month of court proceedings? Yeah. You know, I just it's I don't sad. know. I mean, this and then is he a, has to pay also for 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 the fees. Yeah, yeah. The DC. I, it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, yeah. really. And then you ban him six months, and and now you're playing for a team that is structured that says you maybe let's say his contract says you're getting paid per game. Yeah. So which means you're saying he's not going to be paid for the next six months. How is he going to survive? He's got a kid. He's got a wife. So those are the kind of things I need to also understand. That was was he intending actually to harm the referee? No. Of course not. But he wasn't. He was actually actually uh, apologetic after the game. Mm. He actually started posting. Emotions are high, Teko. Yes, We've all been there, be, brother. You can see that it's even if it wasn't Makola, but that did this. I would say the same thing. He was apologetic about it. Mm. The referees need to understand. Or oh, people that are wearing suits in a disciplinary act probably they never played football or any sport before. Mm. They don't understand the emotion that comes with the game. Right. I am not condoning what Makola did, no. but I'm yeah. saying it happens. It happens. Yeah. But now when it happens, look at it. You know, be subjective when you look at it. Yes. Don't just be emotional about him, like, ah, you get a six months, hey, what, what? But it's your first offense, my bra. Come in, come on. Even in jail, you get probation. What is probation? <laughs> yeah, probation. You would know, eh? <laughs> Freshly out of prison, take home a decent. But you know what? Back to the PSL, I've just boasted about profits of one billion rand. Mm -hmm. um, they've got to take charge of this a bit easier, a bit more professional, you know? That's a lot of money. Yeah. It is oh. a lot of money, but uh, speaking a lot of, of a lot of money, I did some research on things that uh, that are a lot of money. It's a bit of a detour, <laughs> but bear with me here. <laughs> so 
teams who buy or people who buy teams, right? The other thing that they buy is paintings. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I went and looked. What are the five most expensive paintings ever bought? Number five, Jackson Pollock, 17A, $200 million. Mm. You could buy every player in the PSL and the NFD for that. Mm. The next one, I'm going to butcher the mm. name, so I'm not even going to try, but it's by Paul Gorgian, $210 million. You could buy all of Aston Villa for that. Number- well, pause right there, <laughs> because all of Aston That's Villa shocking, yeah. is worth more than every PSL player, every NFD player combined. Come on the Villa. I don't like that. I don't yeah, like that at all, man. It, it makes our one billion rand really not sound so much. <laughs> yeah. Number three, the card players, Paul Cesare, $250 million. You could buy Neymar for that. Mm. So, all of Aston Villa or Neymar? Neymar. <laughs> and that Neymar didn't work out too sure. great. <laughs> Neymar for sure. <laughs> Number Can't two, William de Kooning Interchange, which is hideous, by the way. That's, I don't know what that is. Um, you could trigger Mbappe's uh, buyout clause for that $300 mm. million. The most expensive play, uh, painting ever bought was bought by a Saudi Arabian sheik, Leonardo da Vinci's Salvador Mundi. For $450 million. For a painting. For a painting. Or you could buy for Luke Coutinho. I'll <laughs> <laughs> buy a painting. Oh. You could still not buy Lionel Messi, whose uh, buyout clause is $789 million. Couldn't even buy Kareem Benzema, whose buyout no, clause is a billion. The, the most expensive buyout clause I did, yeah, is Kareem Benzema. $1.12 billion. Come or, on, man. For Kareem. You 14 know the billion Kareem. rand. Imagine. <laughs> 14 billion. Imagine if someone matches that. Cristiano who, bro? Are you <laughs> we all know Kareem carried the team. <laughs> <laughs> joking, bro. So it just shows that PSL's got money. So where they're going to invest it? I mean, we've spoken about VAR at length. Mm. We're going to get into it a little bit today. Yes. Teco, VAR, yes or no? Yes. Wow. What an idiot. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it's going to be very uncomfortable at first because we're a country that moans a lot. Uh, we're not going to be happy with some of the decisions, but it will improve the game because we we have players that get away with so many things that happens on the pitch because they're every day in see. But doesn't that add to the excitement? Isn't that what football's about? Have yeah, we lost the edge of it? No, no. It's I too think, predictable now. No, but but what I, my 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 concern is 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 there's players that have bad intentions at times. Sure. Just to break somebody's leg just because you're a good player for other team, mm. right? And sometimes the referee doesn't get it. We understand, but the VR can actually help us in that regard. There's a lot of incidents now that we're, we're busy complaining whether it was an offside or not. The referee actually have time to actually look at those And things. they're still getting it wrong, Teko. Yeah. Mm. That's I, my problem. Yeah. What's but, the point? But it will never change. I mean, I, I think it's, it's us getting to understand or adjust to the VAR system itself, mm-hmm. it will never be perfect, but it helps in certain decisions. Of course, when it's against you, you know, you're never going to like it, but, but but it helps. I know that sometimes it, 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 they get it wrong. And I always feel like if, if, if there's a VAR system at the back, there, they need to be like a former football player that will actually explain the emotion side of it. Mm. Like for instance, they, they, um, where you, you have to go defend with your hands behind your back and, mm. and all this. That's unnatural. Mm. But still, when the ball hits you there, it's a penalty. So that when you explain from when the player or ex-player explain to the referee's committee, it becomes a little bit easier because now you understand the emotion side of it. Because yeah. this this guy we had no intention to do that, but it just happened. So now yeah. it actually gives a proper balance. But now you find guys that actually are bounded by the rules or yeah. or whatever the case might be. It's just that I don't want the emotion side of football. But you're taken still away. relying on human human's um, interpretation of yeah. what has happened. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? As yeah. much as VAR is not human, there's still some idiot sitting behind it who's himself yeah. to make the wrong decision. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel you, like every, every time someone brings it up uh, regarding the Premier League specifically, I always make the same argument. I'm like, do you expect it to be perfect season one? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's still human beings behind those screens. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the, the, the chief executive of VAR, a guy called Neil Swabrick, he says he only gives it a 7 out of 10 in the in the Premier League. So mm. you've, got, you've got a Premier League that's worth over 5 billion pounds a year, but they're happy with 7 out of 10. Do me a favor, man. I mean, for <laughs> sakes. Yeah. <laughs> Do me a this, favor. I'll tell you this. The PSL also doesn't really seem to know what its position is. Last month, this is a quote from the acting CEO, 
acting CEO of now four years. Um, <laughs> acting, acting. She's doing a lot of acting. She's, acting <laughs> She's a pro. <laughs> she said, it's not about us being ready for VAR. There are a lot of logistical challenges that we face as a league. We all know there isn't a single venue that football owns in this country. Yeah. Basically saying, you know, it's difficult to get it, I, I guess, installed at all of these different stadiums yeah. because, you know, they, you they don't It's not a them. thing that you can actually carry around and install in every game. So it yeah. needs to be... So I know the challenge but didn't it in the Champions League, they just had a screen, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if it was the Champions League, but they had a screen on the side of the pitch. Well, where, I mean, there's a shot in the paper. Yeah, where, all, yes, yes, exactly, yes. yeah. Where the referee just goes and has a look and he makes his decision. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So he's not relying on someone else in a skybox somewhere. Yeah. He's making his own decision. True, true. Why not just do that? And then you're eradicating everything. Yeah. And I mean, I, I just can't see a world where, you know, some Slavia what what in some small European country is able to have VAR in their stadium, but we can't get it at FNB. You know what I mean? A stadium <laughs> built for the World Cup. Like, I mean, come on. You know, it's just, I, I, I just feel like all of these stadiums, we know you're in, you're out. We're going to be playing soccer there. Yeah. So what, we, we have a set list. I, I don't think that any, you know, I think the most surprising was when I started seeing games at like Athlone Stadium. Because that, that I, like I, I wasn't in Cape Town, so yeah. I didn't know. Uh, but now they're at, at, at Cape Town City Stadium, so it's just cool. But I mean, we don't see like new stadiums popping up like, oh, you know, we're going to be playing at Ronda Bosch. Yeah. What, what, you know, it's we know the set list of them. Yeah. So why don't we just install them there? I don't think Look, the owners I, I, of the stadiums are going to be like, no. First things first, PSL put money into training these referees. Yeah. First. First couple of years. Let's make them professional. Let's or make them full-time. Pay, pay them. No, pay them properly. Yeah. That's Stop it. Here. Then we can look at VAR. Stop skipping yeah. the the beginning. Yeah. Anyway, that's my. That's You're my right opinion. because we we can't we can't. I'm always right, Sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sean. <laughs> we can't jump to VAR's world. We're still struggling with our own referees as well. Yeah. So I think we need to we need to um you know sort out the domestics first. You know, let's have more referees. You know, let's 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 start them young. You know, let's have a referee academy, whatever there is. Mm -hmm. Let's invest in that. Let's pay them well. Because now you find a referee, you know, when he's not refereeing, he's, he's, he's an actual cop yeah. during the week. And then he comes in referee. So it's not his, his, his career. It's not his bread and butter. It's something that he does, he does on the side. Yeah. What else? We as players, that's our career. The coaches as well. The teams, you know, there's, there's stakeholders, you know, there's shares. Yeah, and there's, there's money involved. There's so much money involved. So let's pay them better so that they can actually start thinking of it as, as a career. I think that will be the first start. We can't jump to VARs. I mean, VARs, especially if they have to put it in an in, in FNB stadium, the FNB stadium is used by one team. Yeah. yeah. So Cape Town Stadium is better now. It's, there's this Ajax, there's Stellenbosch, there's Cape Town City. Yeah. yeah. Anywhere else, all those big stadiums, are, um, uh, World Cup stadium, they're used by one team. So that yeah. would be unfair. Unless now you're saying, okay, guys, FNB stadium is a neutral venue where we feel like if there's a big game that we're going to put, we're going to put them there because there's a VAR system that is in place. Yeah. Then, then that's, that's understandable. But then yeah. again, if you put it there, it'll only benefit whoever that plays against Kaiser Chiefs and Kaiser Chiefs. But none of none of the other teams will actually benefit from yeah. that. So that's a little bit unfair. Yeah, I still think we're four or five years away from it. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, and I mean, they have, to, they have to figure it out on their side, the PSL, because then Irvin Koza recently with that announcement of the billion rand revenue comes out and he says, uh, because without the permission of SAFA, we can't have VAR. So it's, now it's not... Oh, and we know we know Safa and PSL are best friends, so that's also, gonna take Sa years. Safa also has an acting CEO, by the way. All of these CEOs, another one, yeah, another one, Jeez. Mr. Game Quen. <laughs> and it's like, fam, just pick. Can you pick it? I'm 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 the acting host of of the car <laughs> <laughs> from now on. But um, we had uh, some players that we didn't actually have. Well, yeah, I mean, this time of the show, we usually go to the SA players abroad, the South African players abroad, but because of the international break. We've had to give that a skip because nothing really has been happening overseas. But you did some pre-recorded stuff, right? Yes, indeed. I spoke to uh, Dino Ndrovu. He's over in China. Uh, he had some interesting things to say. I I'd say that the interview took a different turn than I expected. <laughs> Dino! Because um, usually players abroad, I'm just like, ah, what do you miss about him, Zanzi? Do you miss Bap? You miss Bap. Dino! But meanwhile, hey, Dino came out swinging. <laughs> Dino! We have, we, have, we have the clip here. To be honest, what I miss most about Mzanzi is friends and family. You know, actually, I don't miss the country uh, because, because you know, South Africa is full of people that are jealous and it's full of people that can, you know, they'll, they'll just want to put you down or just throw their own tantrums and speaking negatively without you knowing the, the person or knowing 
who's actually this person who want to bring you down you know so that's the things that i don't like about sa so where i am i'm 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 appreciated people love me um you know i do what i do i'm happy uh, my family love it the only thing that i'm saying is that i only miss uh, the language and the people that i'm close with that, that that's what i miss most about south africa Dang, like, I didn't even prompt that. That boy's angry. I didn't even, like, it didn't even, like, lead up to that. I was just like, what Tell us miss? how you really feel, Dino. <laughs> I was like, what do you miss about home, bro? He's like, home, bro. <laughs> Jeez, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you are going to get people. I mean, uh, Dino is very active on Instagram, isn't he? He's got quite a flash lifestyle. He obviously does very well playing in yeah. China. Yeah. Um, possibly he could be a little bit, you know when it comes to that and he possibly needs to surround himself with better people at the end of the day um, but yeah Dino's a good player played with him at Ajax well he came on trial at Ajax um, obviously wasn't good for Ajax but ended up playing in China so. yeah, <laughs> well done yeah. Ajax big money's in China yeah. do you, I don't know I don't know What what is it do you have similar feelings when it comes to maybe the culture of football here, maybe that's what he's talking about because I don't think he's saying South Africa is a let's jealous start, let's start off I don't miss Joburg <laughs> exactly. Who misses Joburg? Nah, I don't I miss Joburg. Nah, right? don't. Listen, Dino. Dino wasn't, wasn't. First of all, Dino wasn't appreciated as a player in South Africa. Correct. Right? And uh, he probably still feels like he deserves more credit than Correct. he actually gets, based on his stats. His stats are stats speak for themselves. They're insane, and he still doesn't get the nod. He doesn't get appreciated, and I can understand where he's coming from. Mm. And um, and 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 it's true, man. In South Africa, we we we. We like what we like. What we don't like, we, we we criticize it. We find something negative to say about it, even if there's nothing negative actually to say about it. Mm. But I just I just I just wish that you know we we could have more players like Dino that speaks their mind. Yeah, I don't mind him saying he doesn't miss the country at all. I don't mind him saying that um, people actually are jealous. He's speaking about people in football, mm. you know. And I'm sure maybe so many people have told him that you'll never you'll never make it. Or whatever the case may be, he struggled a lot in South Africa. But look at the sacrifice that he, yeah, he has man. done. And it's not he's, easy, he's, eh? It's not yeah, easy, yeah. man. Going to China's, the, the 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 culture, the language, the, the food, sacrifice, the food, the woman, and, and you still perform. <laughs> the woman, <laughs> you. I'm not gonna comment on that. There's no woman here, <laughs> dude. There's there's a billion and a half people there's 600 there. million yeah. women there, bro. <laughs> if you're one in a million there, there's a thousand five hundred other people exactly like you. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird thing to think about, man. <laughs> Jeez, man. But, but anyway, yeah. I mean, it's a interesting, interesting response. Do you have Do you have similar like maybe? Is there like a toxic energy to to local football that you've experienced? I'm sure, bro. But I mean, even when I played in Europe, when I play, when I play, I played in Asia as well. It's but I enjoy the challenge of change, and I think Dino's adapting very well to that. Yeah. Um. Yes, there is a certain element of jealousy if you come back here. And you have played for in a European country, or you have played in Asia, and some players here may think, "Well, how the f- do you do that?" And I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. of course, it's jealousy. There's jealousy in everything. Yeah. yeah. But you build a bridge and you you move on. Yeah. Yeah. True. Which and he's a, done. Yeah, and he has had a fantastic season over there in China. I think it's what 18 goals. No man. Uh, even before that, he played Champions League not so long ago. Kudos, bro. He well was done, Champions you know. League football. You, you know, play, brother. It's great, man, to see him doing such great stuff. But and, and he supports other South African players who are abroad. Um, I spoke to Pule Ekstein last week, and he said that Dino um, helped him with the transition to Azerbaijan yeah, because yeah, he yeah. played there before. So he's, yeah. he's still looking out for us, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. Kudos, Dino. Kudos, Dino. So I have this week in history. Uh, there's some interesting ones, right? So this week was the week that... Uh, Caretaker manager Roberto Di Matteo was sacked from Chelsea and replaced by Rafa Benitez. Fun fact, and I feel like a lot of people forget this, Matteo won Chelsea their first Champions League. Wow. And they did the FA Cup double that year. So even winning the Champions League doesn't secure a job for you. And um, I don't know, like uh, looking at Rafa Benitez, was he the, like, that's the guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> he was great. And, I mean, Benitez is a great coach. I mean, I remember playing with uh, uh, Sander Westerfeld, another ex-goalkeeper of Ajax. Mm-hmm. And uh, Benitez is the real deal, hey? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I've never worked underneath him, but um, apparently he's absolutely phenomenal. But I don't know. I don't know what his track record's like uh, after Di Matteo. I know. I know. I know. For Chelsea, it wasn't great. Yeah. But I think he did better. I think he ended up at Madrid, right? Madrid, Liverpool. 
Yes. Won the Champions League, Champions League at Liverpool, didn't Liverpool, yeah. 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 He's a Champions League guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah loves, no, loves. but he's, he's, he's very good. But sometimes, Chief, sometimes it's like for, 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 for Chelsea, for instance, you, you assemble a team as an owner, you assemble a team that you know for a fact that, yes, I need to be guaranteed that I'm going to win this and this and this. But I want to win all those things playing this type of football. Mm. So maybe, probably maybe that was the thing. Because when coaches actually win all those big things, but still get fired, it's Maybe the clash of personalities maybe doesn't get well with the players or the management themselves. Mm. It's not about sometimes, yes, you find a coach that, or you find a team that says, we want Champions League. We don't care whether you make players run yeah. 6,000 meters or 6,000 kilometers a day. We don't care. We just want Champions League. But other coach, other teams will be like, hey, Chief, I've assembled good players here. I'm guaranteed that I need to win Champions League. But now, if you win Champions League without playing this way, what's the point of you have, yeah. having New Year, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. And then also, uh, this week in 2014, this is this is such a great one because we get to talk about Messi. Um, <laughs> this week in 2014, Lionel Messi set a new goal-scoring record in La Liga mm. for 253 total goals. Since then, he's now on 427. Average. So it's, it's his record. Also closest to him is Ronaldo on 311, and he's in Italy now. And this season, Messi is scoring a goal every 68 minutes in the league. So it's his record... <sighs> Spain is his world now. You oh, know, no one's close to that guy. Uh, who, who, well, I mean, we can talk about this at length, but Teco, Ronaldo or Messi? Ah, Chief, Messi, my friend. <laughs> Any day. I'll tell you why. Please do. Any day. <laughs> Quickly, Teco, tell us why. <laughs> look, 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 um, um, let me start here first. I'm, 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 um, we're very fortunate for the fact that we, we had these two great, great phenomenal footballers that are alive today. Me and you, you mean? <laughs> the Messi, thank you, Messi, Messi and, and Ronaldo. Yeah. This, this, this two players are giving you something different, even though they get the same results, right? With with Messi, he's an alien. He's a genius. Like whenever he plays football, his vision, like he's got so many things that most players don't have, mm. and yet he keeps doing them yearly, year in, year out. And then you've got Ronaldo that actually shows you that you don't have to be as great as Messi or as skillful as Messi, but you need to work hard. You can actually be the, yeah. one of the greats. And Ronaldo is. Mm -hmm. We cannot we cannot have a topic about Messi not actually have a topic about Ronaldo. Yeah. That's how good they are. But what I like about Messi is he scores so many goals. His assists, they are as many as his goals. Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's, it's not about him. Mm. The fact that I like how obsessed Ronaldo is about the game, I also love how Messi makes other players you know, better Shine. by playing. He, he, he doesn't mind that. Like, yeah. he, if Messi comes to a game where he wants to score three, he'll f score three. Yeah. If it's a game that he's it's it's he needs uh, uh, Suarez to score three, he'll give Suarez three goals. Sure. Mm. And Messi will smile the way that he smiled when he scored three. Yeah. With the other guy, <laughs> he when he celebrates, everybody must celebrate with yeah. him. When somebody scores, <laughs> he comes after. But that's, that's that's but that's his nature. That's that's who, that's, is, that's who he is. We, you cannot hate him for that. But yeah. I like the fact that we've got these two different players that are doing the same thing, and they're both appreciated the same way. Yeah. Like we love it. I just I just know for a fact that we're gonna have to wait twenty years again to find something yeah. similar. But other than that, I think that if 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 Neymar can have five percent of Ronaldo's dedication, Neymar could be the best thing. Absolutely. True, true. Just 5%. Yeah, I have no idea who said this, just to wrap this up. So I'm going to act like this is my quote. But um, <laughs> if an engineer were to make the perfect footballer, they'd make Ronaldo. If an artist were to make the perfect footballer, Picasso. they'd make <laughs> Picasso. Picasso. No, no, no. Let's not go down Leonardo there. Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> you got it right there. We, so, need, we need the, the Salvador Messi instead of the Salvador <laughs> Mundi. <Yeah. laughs> so we have uh, my starter pack. You know I, what I like about my starter pack is that, you know, if you're a young listener here, like this is where it all happened for the pros, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So just to give you a bit of hope that, you know, it's it's not easy. I mean, take I mean, I don't to tell you, but to become a professional footballer, it's not easy. It sounds glamorous. Yeah. yeah. It's actually pretty life. It but, is. you know, you're living out of a suitcase, but it's nice, especially now we've got Dean Furman on the, on the line here as well. It's nice to hear what his first paycheck was, what his first thing was. It's amazing. Yeah. So Simon, give us a go, bro. Yeah, but before I play it, I just want to say, it's talking about, you know, the starting uh, starting figures. It's not in this recording, but um, in my starter pack, he talks about his first paycheck was 80 pounds a week. That's 
It's a thousand five hundred rand. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not a lot of money. Yeah. Right? And he was in Britain. Like, first, my yeah. first paycheck was one thousand two hundred. That is gross. Yeah. Gross, yeah. That was gross. But you wouldn't get taxed yeah. on that, surely? What? Rio was texting me. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting taxed on that sh they gross but but a different meaning for the word gross. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not too crazy on on um buying clothes that's not i don't feel that's a, a good a good way to spend your money um so I'm, I'm not the biggest spender on clothes i do like a nice suit i've got a couple of nice suits that's really important when you go into a function to look sharp in the suit so probably my biggest expense was uh, was a tailor-made suit to provide some context for this this is after you know we mentioned to him that a couple of people had had uh, named him as the worst dress yeah. <laughs> very surprised yeah i still can't get used to him having a south african accent hey Slu? it's yeah, bizarre you expect him to go hey how's that butt genuinely like in my brain i know i have memory from way back oh dean he played in in, in england you know he's gonna have that <laughs> but even when i called him i was like what? Like, it doesn't make sense in my mind seeing him play for Bafana and then, oh, yeah, mate, you know, first paycheck, mate, 80 pounds. I'm yeah. like, damn, bro. But um, that's, I mean, it's hilarious to me that his his most expensive purchase is a, is a, is a tailor-made suit. <laughs> but every other part of his wardrobe earned him worse dress. <laughs> oh, he's a good air guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he a is. top man. He's he a is. good player, good leader. I love him so much. Yeah, and then there's, there's there's the rumors. The rumor mill is, is spinning that he might leave Super Sports United. Um, it's hard to believe, Slew, but I've also heard that. I wonder yeah. whether he's um, going back to colder pastures, back to England. But um, it'll be a big loss to South African football. Well, not South African football, but to certainly the PSL and to Super Sports United if he does go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think do you think he he'd be better suited staying here or going going back to England? As a footballer, you need to grow all the time. You know, you need to find situations that actually elevate you. And if 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 that's the case with him, it should. I mean, he has done everything that he could for Super Sport. He's playing in the national team regularly. And I don't think going somewhere will change him playing in the national team. So mm. probably maybe just to get to the next stage where maybe you feel excited again. Mm. You know, your ambitions start, uh, yeah. you grow ambitions again. I think that's perfect for me. For me, like, uh, uh, I don't like also if, if I had a choice, I wouldn't stay at one team for so long. Yeah. You know, I always wanna especially for a super sport, there's always bigger teams or bigger challenges. How long has he been there now? But three three seasons, four I think seasons? Four. I think four. Yeah. Yeah. Four seasons. Sure. Yeah. And he's done so well. And, he has, right? And every season he's made that position his own. Yeah, yeah. And every season I think Super Sport has won something. Yeah. So he has won so much. So so the only thing that probably maybe he wants to play for is maybe winning the league or the Champions League yeah. football, those type of things. So definitely oh, magic, eh? And then you also had some questions with uh, ten quick fire questions with Tabonyaman, eh? Indeed, so I these did. are these are sort of questions that they wouldn't sort of get asked in a press conference, right? So yeah. it's quite fun and chilled and uh, let's see what Tabo had to say. Definitely my favorite part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Funniest guy in the PSL that you have played with. Well if I <laughs> Who is the most expensive dresser? Buys the most expensive clothes. Let's say Tamsang Nagabuza. Ah, Gabuza. Oh. Yeah. Who's the worst dressed player that you've played with? <laughs> Deboho Munyai from Tax. Who is <laughs> Who is the worst? Uh, what's the worst mistake that you've made in a match? We played against Verts. Um, I actually took a dive in the 18 and I got the red card for that. Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who is a teammate who thinks that he's funny, but he's actually not? Dean Furman. <laughs> <laughs> who is the loudest player in your team? Samsung Nagabuza, definitely. <laughs> definitely. And then uh, what is your best footballing memory? I have two. My first goal for Tux, as obviously as a pro player, and my first goal for Bafana Bafana against Swaziland. What is your favorite car at the moment? Oh man, I don't have one, but my dream car is a G wagon. G wagon. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite local food? Uh, my wife actually makes a a mean spaghetti and beef balls. Nice. Is that local? And then uh, lastly, your <laughs> favorite Italian. holiday destination? Yeah, local Italian. Rome, Italy. Wow, this is the second time that we've gotten Rome, Italy. <laughs> I have a follow up question, just because we got a funny answer last time. Have you been to Rome, Italy? Definitely not. Everybody. Thank you very much, Tabo Nyamane. Uh, have a great one, eh?
Thank you very much. Uh, have a good one. God bless you. Man, that is too funny, dude. Players are hilarious. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just from previous experience that I'm like, I, this guy hasn't been to Rome. Like, <laughs> I have no reason for believing There's he hasn't no been, way you've been to other Rome. Place. Yeah. Oh, man. Dean Furman coming up again. We should have a leaderboard. Yeah, no, we've got to have a leaderboard. Dean yeah, was right up there, hey? Who's been yeah. mentioned the most? Dean Furman <laughs> has been mentioned the most, definitely. Yeah. And Teko. Oh, no, Kune. Kuni's been mentioned a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, club football is back. Yes. This weekend. Yes. Well, Telcom Cup. Telcom Knock. Yes. Telcom Knockout, not PSL. PSL only returns next week. Yes. So, two matches to preview there. Firstly, Golden Arrows versus Sundowns. How are we feeling, guys? Interesting game. Obviously, Golden Arrows... Having beaten Sundowns 3-2 the last time out in a very, very wet stadium. So wet. Um, the wettest. Golden Arrows played... I mean, if you watch Golden Arrows, they, they're f***ing good, eh? They mm. can play football. Yeah. Mm. They yeah, play What Steve's done there is, is, is brilliant. That's typical Steve football. The, yeah. yeah. Um, and Sundowns, we know how good they can be, but they, they didn't take their chances. They got beaten by a better team on the day. Um, they're playing at the same stadium this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting. Sure, I'm going for Sundown's win, personally. A very low-scoring win. Take all your... For me, I one is Pizzo hates losing. And uh, like he said after the game, he, doesn't, he didn't believe or he didn't see it coming for mm. him losing against Iris. Mm. And uh, he would hate to lose against the same team twice. You know, they haven't played any game after that. So yeah. he's facing them again. And um, it's going to be very, very difficult. But mm. then you're playing against... Uh, Golden Iris that has been coached by Steve Compel. Mm. It's one of the smartest guy in the game, and uh, he will make it difficult for Sundowns to actually win the game. But uh, the reason why I say Sundowns because I want the dream final. Yeah, yes, you know yes. that's the only reason why yeah. I would say Sundowns should win the game. Not that I don't want to see Iris in the final, but can we have as a neutral? Yeah. You'd love to see another ninety thousand uh, sold out stadium. Me, yeah. Nah, guys, can you imagine? Can you imagine the scenes? Can you imagine the scenes at a Golden Arrows Marisburg United final? Man? I cannot. That's my, that's my dream final. I cannot. Cricket, that's why you're supporting us, man. <laughs> I cannot. But yeah, I'd have to. I mean, same. Uh, I'm actually gonna say just because it's the cup. And we know how cup games go in this country. I just feel like it's going to go like 2-2, extra time, penalties, sundowns. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Chiefs Maritzburg in Mbombela. Mbombela. Your take on the game. Mbombela, ne? Ish. Well, every game's a home game, right? For Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, Chiefs doesn't matter. But I feel, look, Eric has done well for Marisbeck. He's done so well. Um, they play in their own way and... Um, Defensively, they 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 look solid, right? But now you're playing you against. Only consider five goals or something. Yeah. Oh. So now you're playing against a team that is looking for for holes to punish you. Mm. Like I've I've said it before, Chiefs don't they don't care about position, but they know that once you lose position, they've got gaps that they can actually. They've got you. Yeah, yeah. So now you're playing against a team that actually plays five at the back. So now where are you gonna find those gaps? You know, that's when Nokovic will come in in terms of set pieces and Castro. That will be that's 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 their game. I think um Chiefs will win, but it's gonna be like that narrow win, like mm. probably with a set piece, but I don't think it's gonna be a very, very open game where Chiefs is just, you know, controlling the game. But but then again you're playing against the goal um um sorry, Marisbeck that also it's not a position playing football team. Yeah, it's very defense-minded Very defensive-minded, you know, yeah. yeah but, they'll, I, but they'll get you on the counter because they'll use speed and all that stuff. But then yeah. again, the question will be, are they going to get overwhelmed by the crowd? Because mm. we know that the crowd will come through because Kedashiv is doing well. You know, Kedashiv, when they win, everybody comes. When they lose, nobody comes there. Yeah. So now I think they, they, they're in a good form that everybody wants to watch them play. And like I said, because I want to see the dream final, Trust me, because the Chiefs will have a narrow, narrow win. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with Teko. Um, I think Maritzburg, although it's done very well for them in the league, yeah. the defense-minded strategy under Eric, who's done very well, um, I don't think it's going to work against someone like Chiefs. You know, they, they've been lacking up front as well because they've been so defense-minded. So, yeah, they don't score as many goals as Ex Exactly. You see Brocky starting to get a little bit frustrated. Kutumela the same. So I think... Also, Chiefs without Katsande, without Akpai, without Matoho. Interesting, Kieran Bacchus is back, so that's not really an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, Vuma back in goals, I would presume. Yeah. Um, 
So they've got a little bit of depth. But yeah, I think a 2-0 win for me for Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say 2-1 uh, for some of the reasons both of you said. I think it's just going to be very demoralizing for Marisburg United. This Chiefs uh, team, I think it's seven matches, straight wins. Yeah. Um, people are going to show up. So they're going to fill that stadium up. Knowing Telcom's uh, marketing as well, it's going to be packed. And it's just going to be tough for, for them to get over that first. And then also... Um, I, but I do think they Marisburg will have a goal in them just because of Chiefs' defensive problems right now. There's just yeah. the suspensions. Yeah. So I think it'll be, you know, a nice three-goal game. Absolutely. And then uh, the Premier League. Yes, let's quickly touch on the big news from midnight last night, I guess. Yes. Which was... Uh, mm -hmm. Pochettino! Poch. Goodbye! Poch. Cheers! Poch. Thanks Imagine. for coming. I did not see that one happening. I don't know where, like... After the international break. Like, you'd think just before. It just, you know? just makes no sense. And Mourinho in? Whew, guys. Jose, Jose. It's weird because when, when last night before I slept, I saw it. Like, it was just there, you know? Mm. And it was actually trying to... Uh, figure out whether uh, Spurs have actually posted in their social media. So I went through Spurs and I couldn't see anything, especially on Instagram. Mm. And I was like, okay, cool. I understand the move, but it will be very interesting to see who coach. And then this morning, I'm going to the gym. I'm checking my phone. Oh, Mourinho is there. It was very, very interesting. It's something that I never saw uh, coming. But but for me, Pochettino is a good coach. And, it's a great uh, coach. He's, he's the closest he's, thing he's, to Pep in the Premier League. That's my opinion. He, he, uh, uh, no, Klopp. <laughs> He's the closest thing to Pep. But I feel, I, I wish if, Ticino, you're listening, my friend, Barcelona, we're waiting for you there. Oh. We've, got, we've got a coach who has no idea. If I were United now, I'd sack Solskjaer, unfortunately, and get Pochettino in. That's what I would do. If I was the Arsenal board, <laughs> come on, it's <laughs> too perfect. <laughs> Where are you rivals, Unai out, Poch in, revenge time. It's unlucky. I mean... No, but Poch, you must understand, Pochettino wants to win the Champions League. With Arsenal, it will never happen. With Manchester United, it will never happen. With Barcelona or, uh, or Bayern, it will happen. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna get a big offer because for I, I remember last season at the end of last season, Real Madrid approaching Poch, Juventus approaching approaching Poch, everybody was approaching him. So yeah. now, now he's free. Now we'll see. He's basically sure. like interesting times. Let's keep a close eye on that, actually, dog. Yes, we'll do. And then we also have um, we have Manchester City versus. Oh wait, let's start with Sheffield versus Man United. Yes. And then let's quickly go through these because the big dog Simon is shouting at us because of the time constraints. Yes, yes. It's a this is an interesting game, hey? Mm. Um I'm gonna go for Man United away win. Teko. Hey. Chief. With with, with Man you, you just did you never see without too much of an explanation, Teko. Yeah, okay. Because the big dog there is <laughs> a draw. literally controlling. You going for a draw? Yeah, because who score for Man U? I'll tell you who. Man United 3-0 Rashford Hattrick. Wow. He's on form. The boy's on form. Club and country, by the way, is on form. Man City Chelsea. Huh. I don't believe that. Teko. Yeah. Man City Chelsea. Man City home. Game of the weekend by far. It's a tough one because of Chelsea, they're playing so well right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're playing that free flowing football. I love them. That we've been waiting for. Mm. Yeah, thank God that Frank Lampard brought that back. Yeah. yeah. But Man City should win. Yeah, I'm, well, I have to go just, for Man City. Just you for football to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> if they win, we're narrowing the gap. Yeah. Yeah, it's for football to make sense. Because now, if, if, if Man City don't win, there's no other person, there's no other team that will actually fight. It's going to catch uh, Liverpool, uh, eh? Yeah, yeah. so Man Manchester City uh, needs to win this game. Yeah, already. I'm going for a 3-1 <laughs> City win. Slew Dog? I'm going to go for a 3-2 City win. Because nice I think the boy, Tammy Abram... He can poach a goal, a goal or two. Um, they also have who's who's Captain America for them now. Who's doing bits on the wing, left wing, for Chelsea? You know, you know who I'm yeah, talking, I know you're about. talking about. Uh, God, yeah, and he's yeah, playing yeah. very, very Captain well. America, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> he's, he's facing Sterling. No? See, he's facing Sterling. He is facing. Okay, Sterling. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'm just reminding you. Yeah, I know this, I know <laughs> I'm just reminding you. That's all. He's facing Sterling. That's why I'm saying. Yeah, City have three goals against oh, Chelsea for oh, sure. Oh, oh, three Marius. I believe, Paris. I believe, I believe, Teko. West Ham oh. at home to Tottenham, so get London derby. New, new, <laughs> new I, face. I, yeah, I'm going to say, because I hate Jose Mourinho, I'm going to say a, a convincing win for West Ham. That's very emotional. Sacrificing points just for your Jose. That's it, bro. I cannot handle that guy. 
<laughs> I see a draw, yeah. The boring draw. Yeah, it's going to be a very boring draw because I don't believe that, you know, the players have actually adjusted to uh, the coach bouncing. Mm-hmm. And they had so, so, so much of a relationship with the players. So I think it will have an effect on the players. So I see a draw. I don't see Tottenham playing very well over the weekend. I feel like I know exactly what's going to happen. Someone's going to go into the box. Someone's going to tackle him. It's going to be a VR penalty. Harry Kane scores 1-0. 1-0. Good shot. All right. Shots. Right. We move on to <laughs> we move on to the final three I'm segments. Very good at my job. The car of the week. We always have a look at what's happening on Insta with uh, the big dogs of the PSL. I've gone with Mr. Denos Onyango this week. Mm-hmm. 14 seasons in the PSL. This Ooh. is his 15th season, I believe, which is amazing. So hence he can afford the new BMW X6, which comes at a staggering 1.6, 1.7 million rand. Dennis, Ooh. I hope you're not wasting money, buddy. But beautiful car. How many years? It is. This is his 15th season in the PSL. 14th or 15th? 2006, so it's his 14th. Yeah, because when Dennis was signed, we, I was at Supersport. Unbelievable, eh? Yeah, he came there with a plastic bag, no no soccer boots, no nothing. Hell of a player. A hell of a nice guy. Look how far we've come. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I get that guy from my but, he's, but he was always yeah. he was always that good, though. I remember. <laughs> he really he, was. He's always been that good. But of course, he, he needed some training and all that stuff. But he was always that good. We couldn't play from the back, though. Yeah. Because he was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> he knows he was horrible. Horrible, Dido. But now he's the best in the country. Not even in the country. In Africa. In Africa, my friend. That's, yeah. a, that's a sexy car, man. That is a beautiful yeah. car. Oof, well done, yeah. Dennis. Hey, Onyango, the black one. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's darker than dark. He is dark, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I've added in a joke of the day. From oh, now on, yes. we're going And it's going to be a nice. football joke. I'm going to try to get footballers to tell us going forward but they're going to be cuck so I've gone online <laughs> and looked for one which is also no so, sense of humor no so what do Lionel Messi and a magician have in common they what? both do hat tricks uh, oh, oh shit yeah that felt like a bullet bro how beautiful uh, is that uh, no Seko that's so white okay I, that's, a, that's a very white joke that's a very white joke <laughs> sounds about white that's a very sounds white about white <laughs> right there last and not least last but not least the motivational quote of the week from none other my boy George Lebese life doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful there we go which is nice because he's going through a bit of a tough time at the moment struggling to find a club which I'm sure he will come out of for sure so thanks Georgie for that Slew Dog yeah, yeah. I like that quote. And uh, this is how we wrap up the car wash. We are drying down, you know, the verpa, you know. <laughs> People still say verpa. Teko, any last words, brother? Um, yes. I just feel like um, I just wish Josh Lewis the best. You know, it's one of my favorite players. Yeah. And um, Solid he, should, boy as well. he, should, he should take this as uh, one of the life lessons. You know, if he can get through this, I'm sure he can get through anything that will face in the future. Yeah. So He's hang got in too there, much quality, boy. doesn't he? Hang in there, boy. Boy! Yeah. Simon, any last words? Yo. Thank you. Yo. Slew. That's Good it. Goodbye. Thank you, guys. Farewell. <laughs> Goodbye. This is the car wash on Soccer Like Duma Radio. This is a Shangana Corner. Bye now, Papa.